This is the I Design Podcast, and this is the first of its kind to be on a Friday. So today, I just want to jump into it. I mean, I'm just tired, man. I'm just tired, and I said I was doing three podcasts this week. This is the third one, and the best I could do, which I think is going to be a unique one. I'm actually, I'm actually going to drop this in three different sections. I'm going to kind of recap the week. Um, just some personal stuff that I've been working on and been looking into. Next thing I'm going to talk about is big commerce. Um, I actually have been getting a lot of emails and a few interactions online on social media ever since I've been talking about it, specifically to a statement where I mentioned um, people that have been on big commerce moves to shop moves to Shopify and WooCommerce. Um, I believe that people that are on those particular platforms may find themselves wanting to consider jumping to a big commerce. And I'll be going over that. That's kind of what you see in the background of this video right now. Um, and then lastly, I wanted to throw in not necessarily website marketing or design or anything like that news. It's actually some cool, interesting news that I think people may just want to hear my take on and actually just know that it's a thing. You know, uh, I drive a lot of inspiration. I draw a lot of inspiration from things that don't have anything to do with websites or anything. Business is business and business is interesting to me. Um, so I'll be going over that. So if you're listening to listening to this on Anchor, um, there should be three separate sections. I know for a fact on how you can just immediately jump to whichever option, whichever um, topic you want to hear, whether it's like I said, topic one, two or three based off of what I just described. So I'm going to go ahead and let's jump right on into it. So as I was saying Earlier, I'm tired, man. It's it's been a long week. I mean, between pumping out invoices, getting paid, and just getting projects out, managing the team, I'm just like it's it's been hectic this week. Um, I hope <laughs> y'all aren't as tired as I I am. I mean, I've been trying to get some sleep, and I have been getting sleep. That's the funny thing. It's I go to sleep and I wake up when my body tells me to wake up. And I feel like I need a, va- literally, this is, I need a vacation mode. Um, very, very crazy time right now, but it's all good. We got some pretty cool projects we've been working on and getting launched, actually, this week as well. So, um, major shout out to those individuals that may be listening to this podcast right now um, that's getting things done. Um, I've been getting an opportunity to play around with big commerce. And oh my gosh, I am just so excited to really dive more deeper into it. Uh, I don't think we're fully prepared to like offer it to our clients, but it is for it's they they have it, the funny thing is with big commerce is that they've all they've been around for some years, I believe maybe 10 years maybe. And they didn't always look um, I mean you should be able to see in the behind of this video. They didn't always look the way they look like they've completely rebranded. They look like a cool brand. That's all I can say. Before, I ain't gonna lie, they look lame. The logo, lame, website, lame. And I'm just like, when you see them now, I, I, I'm like, if you didn't know them before, you wouldn't imagine where they came from to where they are now. For at least the way they look, the way the website's branded and stuff like that. And I am, I've been playing around with it. I played around with it actually uh, last night, Thursday night. And all I can say is, man, it's, this is amazing. Between um, 
I think her name was Aubrey. That's my account manager, partner manager that I have. Shout out to Aubrey. Um, she she really did give me some insight. A lot of the clients that I work with that are on other platforms such as Shopify, uh, where they can't use Shopify payments and stuff like that. She said, like, yeah, as long as you're legal. I mean, for the most part, we work with a lot of high risk or at risk businesses. I forget the exact term. Being one, being the hair extensions, uh, um, extensions, uh, hair extensions uh, industry, uh, really considered high high risk. I mean, if you've ever got a charge, if you run a business like that, um, there's a lot of risk of you know getting chargebacks and things like that. And for the most part, Shopify says, "Hey, you can't use Shopify payments um, if you're gonna if you're in that industry." Whereas a big commerce says, "Like, yeah, we're not, you know, we do not discriminate against that industry." So pretty cool there. Um, and then one other um, cool little passion project that I'm working on is actually this here. So. Oh, you can't see it. Hold on. Let me attempt to move my head into another area on this monitor. Um, So basically, this here is WordPress detail. Uh, I am literally just starting out. Um, I'm I'm not a social media manager or anything like that. But, man, WordPress is, like, so cool, right? Super cool. But, and, and I say this respectively, um, I'm a nerd. I'm a geek. I, I, I would say that I might be a little bit cooler than most. But when you see the people that like are like the you know, if you were to Google people to follow, you know, and, or, or in, uh, WordPress influencers. Right. I, you know, you find these people. I'm interested in them, but I'm not too certain you're interested in them, whoever you are. Like if you're not a website designer, if you're not into open source, if you know, if you're not into just this type of content, I feel like you're never going to be interested here. The uh, the man who powers one third of the internet, I believe, at this point in time, has fifteen thousand followers. This man powers one third of the internet. Now, mind you, I don't weigh his popularity or his the the what he's been able to achieve with WordPress against his followers. However, I'm like I'm interested in this, right? So the idea is just that why is this the case? And also from that, this is hella weird. How is it that I don't know none of these people? Oh, I do know some of these people. Or at least I know them, but I'm not understanding why they are recommending certain individuals on here. My man Magnificent Movers, Kim Folk Courtney. This is interesting. Nevertheless, um, Oh, Matoir Sense. That's what's up. So anyways, I'm sorry. I got a little sidetracked. Um, so the idea here is just that um, I, I said I wanted to make a page that can hit 100,000 followers of people just interested in WordPress. And I am taking a very, well, I don't want to say very, but I am taking an approach from another brand that I got inspiration from to do this with. Um, we are going to, it's like, and basically everything's going to be just WordPress centric, but I want to make this content very entertaining. I, I don't and I don't know how and what all that's going to mean, but I actually just created this page yesterday. So if you do want to go down this journey, uh, with me on this halfway passion, I want to say passion project, but side project that I'll personally be working on, um, the Instagram page is wpdetailinstagram.com forward slash um, WP detail and you can follow everything there. 
Um, so with all of that being said, let's go ahead and jump into my topic number two, which is big commerce. All right, so big commerce, man. I, I can't stop talking about it. I might not talk about it for a couple of weeks until I can officially do some tutorial videos on it. But big commerce, I'm, I'm in love with with everything that they offer. Not so much as because I sell anything directly online, but for my customers and clients that I work with. Now, the idea is just that, as you can see on their website, the future of commerce is yours. Create. Di- uh, what my mouth is not going to make that word differentiated commerce experience on the industry's most versatile enterprise solution which i completely agree with uh with that statement um basically what i want to kind of go over is i actually got a comment on one of my um, facebook page posts talking about um shopify and that post actually said let me actually pull that bit of information up so that I could actually read it to you. So basically, I uh, made a post, and that post basically said, you know, um, people that were on Big Cartel went to Shopify and WooCommerce. So basically, there was this platform that actually is still here that actually said that we are a platform for artists. So if you sell art, you know, and other bits of art, that's what this platform was made for. Big Cartel, right? If I'm not mistaken from with what it said. Um, from there, um, people Shopify starts doing at some point in time does some promotion starts catching wind to some people got wind to me and people that were on Big Cartel that were ready to pay more money because Shopify was more expensive moved to Shopify and I don't necessarily want to say they also moved to WooCommerce but I can say for me personally um, the solution for people that were on Big Cartel was either to jump to one of those two platforms right um, as of 2019, this is me saying as of 2019, meaning that big commerce has always been around, um, if I'm not mistaken, for the last 10 years, um, maybe. I, I believe they were founded in 2009 from the research that I was doing that I'm trying to recall off the top of my head. Um, was around since 2009, but big commerce was not a thing. They did not look like this. I can most definitely tell you that. Um, and this is the case, Right. I'm believing that between now and next year, I believe I'm going to start getting a lot of people interested in big commerce. Um, once it starts catching wind and enough people start using it, testing it out. And a matter of fact, I believe I got two people from the post that I just read that are not necessarily that I got them into it, but they've even mentioned one of them being a good uh, um, agency owner, builds websites, does a lot of other digital services. Um he he even said that he uh, requested a demo. So the idea is just that I believe they're in a good direction to getting the word out and get people like me excited, which we can most definitely be that avenue to building their customer base. But um, I loosely played with Big Commerce um, last night, and I really, really found it to be. I enjoyed the options and the way that you add products and all that kind of good stuff. So I'm actually going to jump into um, first. I want to show you Shopify. So I'm going to jump into a Shopify site. So this is Shopify. Um, super simple, super everything. Um, this is as of right now. It's just a demo store. It is not launched or anything like that. Um, but it is a hair company that sells um, extensions, right? And I'm telling you, man, if you are somebody that sells extensions in the hair industry, I'm telling you, this thing is awesome. If you sell custom made 
products, this thing is awesome. Where Shopify will charge you more money, big commerce out of the box has, or not, I don't want to say Shopify charge you more money, where you would need to get more um, apps to get additional functionality to, to be in these types of industries, out of the box, big commerce um, offers this. And the price difference literally is 95, 97, 99 cents. So where Shopify is $29 a month, big commerce is, let me actually tell you the proper pricing. I do not want to mislead you. Pricing $29.95 a month. So for an additional dollar, right, or less than a dollar, you actually get more features and functionalities. I do have to give you the disclaimer that their pricing structure is a bit different than Shopify. Um, if you make 50K or less, you're eligible for the $29.95 option. And if I'm not mistaken, $1 over, you will then have to immediately jump to the $79.95 a month option. That does come with much more features and functionality. And I actually recommend in 2019, the features and functionality of the Plus plan would be the default one that I would even recommend because you can do gift cards and things of that nature. Um, but there is this pricing structure that does say what platform or what um, tier you need to be in. Some people may not like that. Uh, some business owners that run on Shopify, it's kind of like, hey, whether I make 50, 100, or a million, if I want to be on the $29.95 plan, I want to be, I don't want to have to jump up. I'm simply saying that if I'm making 50K and to be on this platform and what comes out of the box, this price difference, it's one, it's worth it. Because there are some benefits, you get a bigger discount for shipping and things of that nature. But between the abandoned cart saver and what you can do with this cart saver versus the one with Shopify, awesome. I'm looking to dive into that a little bit. The persistent cart feature that they offer, improve your customer's experience by saving their shopping cart to their account. Uh, this does not seem like just a standard wish list, right? And then obviously the stored credit cards is a pretty cool option. Um, let me see. Customer groups and segmentation. I'm trying to see if I can find real shipping quotes. You can still do the coupon stuff. Apple Pay, Google Pay, Amazon Pay. Um, let's see, real-time shipping. I'm trying to find the feature. It looks like I might have to dive a little bit deeper to get this uh, to get that information. But nevertheless, I, I don't want to get too sidetracked from everything. Um, the idea is just that the pricing structure is different, but I'm saying well worth it. So in Shopify, um, if I'm going to come over here and go to products and basically show you what a product looks like here. So I'm going to click on Peruvian straight. Now, once again, this is very niche and with what I'm showing and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, how do I want to say this? You know, don't uh, uh, I'm not only showing this because of the hair extension industry. I'm just saying that from the example that I'm showing, I was playing around with it to see how this could benefit that industry. But. The, just look at the core principles of what I'm showing you whenever you would add a product to the site. So um, from here, you, this is what a, a finished product would look like um, whenever you come to um, a Shopify store. You're able to add a couple of variations, keep track of inventory and all, add some images. But I mean, very simple, very straight to the point, right? There's not too much scrolling you need to do at the title, description, add product photos, um, obviously, there's some um, uh, variations that you can add, and you can edit that by price. Um, you can add product type, vendor collection tag, 
And then um, this is more or less for the website front end portion. You can even do a little bit of SEO, and I literally do mean a little bit. It's not bad, but once again, you can do a little bit of SEO here. I mean, you can say where this product is um, should be available at, right? Um, this is what a finished product looks like. Let's go ahead and add another product. And for those listening in, um, I do recommend possibly um, taking a look at the video because I, this is more video centric. Um, so when you come to a unpublished or uh, want to add a new product to Shopify, right? You can add the title, the description, you can add your images, you can add your pricing, say if you want to charge tax or not, then you've got all the category options here or organization options here and then where you want that product to sell. And then obviously you've got shipping options, which is cool. But then you come down to the variations part. Add variant, right? Size, we can add. Color, we can add. Material, we can add. Meaning that we can even, so there's three different types of variations that you can do with Shopify. Now, whether it's size, color, material, length, width, height, whatever those options are, you only get up to three options by default. You can't get more. Um, it does require you to get an app. However, you're only able to get three options, right, of variations, only three. And they're all drop-down options, meaning that you're, if it's size, you get small, medium, large. You do not get to type in any notes or anything with, the, with this option set. And you'll see what I mean here shortly. So the, and then on top of that, what a lot of people, specifically with the hair industry, they've ran into an issue with an, un, an, an unknown issue with Shopify, uh, which is why WooCommerce actually really has been a very good system for them to use is that there's a limit on the variations that you can do. You can only do up to 100 variations for one product, meaning that you cannot go beyond 100 different options when you consider all the options that size will continue. For the example here, if you have these three variations, size, color, and material, you can... The moment that you hit 101, 101 variations, right? So if you multiplied all the different ways you can configure the size, the color, and the material, the moment you hit one over that option, uh, a variation set, 100 um, variations, the idea is just that you will not be able to sell that product with the standard um, variation set that Shopify allows you to have, which I didn't know. We were putting people on Shopify, and then I ran into that one client that had between 10 to 50 inch lengths and it came in different colors and different textures um there's a way to work around it obviously you would you know break up the products into multiple different categories um so that you can get less you can make less variations just that now you've got more product to show on your site which some clients didn't like but You'll notice this is basically all you can do with the variation options. And specifically with the SEO, this is all you can do. Well, all you can do is click on edit SEO. You can change the page title, meaning that you can show what this updates as, and then you can update the meta description, and then you can also edit the URL handle, right? So that's some bitty, pretty basic SEO option sets there. With um, BigCommerce, oh my gosh. Let me show you this. So I'm heading over to the product options set here. Um, and then this is the product that I actually added in last night. So here, it's a little bit longer, right? Like I'm it, this is not Shopify. Um, I don't want to say the interface is bad, but it, it it is. I mean, they do say they are they are an enterprise solution, so they do not look as pleasant 
you know, I don't want to say as pleasant, but I'm going to use it anyway. Um, as pleasant as a Shopify, because once again, Shopify, pretty straight to the point, right? When I, and literally, and some people think this is a lot, but I'm like, technically, it, this, this is very minimal and easy to manage. Whereas when you come here, I mean, all of these options that you see over here to the left are all in this, in this thing that I'm scrolling down. And if you notice, as I scroll down, there's this little blue bar to the left that lets you know where you're at in the, um, in the row, which they do make it kind of easy to kind of jump to a certain section, right? So um, what I wanted to show you is, once again, they show visible in storefront. So basically, Shopify has that option where you can say where you want the product shown. Now, do keep in mind, you can add your products to all the other sales channels, Facebook, Instagram, Amazon, eBay, I believe as well, um, along with a few others. But here, they make it very, very straight to the point with the basic information. Title, you can add the SKU. Is this a physical product or a digital product? Default price, excluding tax. Um, the brand, so I, this product I did recreate from a company called Yummy Hair. So all of this information did come from them. And then the weight, I mean the weight, which is in ounces. And then I was able to add a category and actually do my subcategories all in this one section here. If I scroll down, product description, pretty vanilla, right? Straight, um, same thing as, um, what am I trying to say? Same thing as Shopify. If we scroll down, this is where things start getting interesting for me. Out of the box, out of the box, once again, out of the box, I can add images to my product. Out of the box, same exact thing that I, I can add images to my product. Once again, out of the box. However, I can also add videos to my product page out of the box. I didn't have to get a premium theme. I didn't have to spend any additional money. I didn't have to do anything. Out of the box, I can add videos to my, um, to my uh, product page. Here, no mention of videos, none whatsoever. Now, mind you, with Shopify, you can do this with either probably adding an app or having a theme that supports video. Typically, you're going to end up video on the product page, but typically you're going to find yourself needing to purchase that theme. Whereas with out of the box, BigCommerce has that has that available that option available to you. If we scroll down a little bit more, they've got some product identifier. So basically, the enterprise solution of everything: manufacturer part number, global trade, and all that good stuff. Um, they've got pricing options, which I, I'm. I'm what I did notice a little while ago, whenever you had a product to Shopify, they did include, now they've, um, I don't know if, how recent it is, but I have noticed that you can now put like your price, what you pay for a product into the um, platform so that you can actually do some pretty awesome reports to say, hey, this is what you made, but after cost, this is what you really made, right? Um, you actually have that same option set here. So this is the default price, right? 129, I got pulled up from this area up here at the top. Um, but then there's also option sets, and I know this is getting hard for people that's listening in. Just know that you can add in the cost, the MSRP, and the sales price of a product, all, and then you can actually do it at, in bulk on the back end in a nice, in a very nice and simplistic way, right? Scroll down, you can still track your inventory. You could do it on the product level, meaning that you can say, hey, I've got 50 of these products as a whole. Or because there's variations, you can say I have 10 of the small, 10 of the medium, and 10 of the large, right? 
Um, from there, they've got, I actually, I personally like this layout a little bit better, even though it's somewhat the same um, when it comes to um, Shopify, as far as being able to manage the variations on the product page itself. However, let's say I need to add a variation with Shopify. It's not the most pleasant um, experience because you have to, they have to take you to a new page and the way that they take you to this new page and you have to fill all this information out, it just, for me doing this so much, it, it was a bit much for me to kind of get used to doing whenever a client needed to add a new variation. However, um, Big Commerce has a very easy way when you click, you know, basically configure options and you need to add another value, they make it very simple. You don't have to type in a bunch the same information multiple times. You literally can just click add another value, type that value in, click save variant and you're good to go come in um i I played around with the pricing here you simply would click in the box 269 to stay true to what we have and then you can type in your inventory all here i I like this experience better it's the same feature set it's just i like the way big commerce has implemented this into their site and i do have to let you i'm going to come we're going to come back to this here shortly because the one thing with Shopify with with their themes is that what the theme basically does is what the theme does. So I can't show you the product page itself. Let's. Yeah, I can't show it to you. View. Or can I? Yeah, no, I can't. So, OK, how can I do this? How can I? Let's go to online. Oh, yeah, just click here. Gonna click on Brazilian, click here. All right, so here, right? So this is a premium theme that is installed on the back end of this website. You can notice that this is not a drop down, and it has the circle option. So you can see all of the options in this particular um, theme. Now, mind you, this theme does cost money. So basically, to see something like this, you would find yourself paying for it, right? Um, let's see. Now, let's go ahead and come to a free theme. Let's go ahead and go back to that or go to a product. Here, you can see this is a dropdown. Nothing wrong with it being a dropdown. However, what if you find that your customers like the, 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 the options where you can see all of the product options, right? So out of the box, um, I haven't tried all the Shopify themes. However, I'm accustomed to all of them basically having a drop down to see the option sets for the different variations on the product page. With BigCommerce, right, we can, um, let me actually show you what this product page looks like. So as it stands before I click the save button with BigCommerce, always does this when I'm recording. Let's see. Let me back out. Let's click on save. And then let's pull it up. Big Commerce, I'm talking so highly of you right now. And y'all want to do this right now? Coming soon. Oh, I don't know what this is. If you Preview code. Let's see. So basically, as of right now, view store. All right, here we go. Extensions. There we go. Click. 
All right, there we go. I don't know what's going on in my browser. Probably need to just clear my cache. Anyways, right? So you come to the to this store, and you can see that as of right now, these are the square options that you basically just saw on um, the other Shopify site that we were just looking at. When we come back to the back end of Big Commerce, and if I click on Configure Options, if I click this drop-down, you see I've got a couple of options. I can do a drop-down, click Save Variations. Let's go ahead and click Save one more time. Click Refresh. And now this is a drop-down, a standard drop-down. Um, from there, let's go ahead and click Configure Options again. Let's click Drop-down. Let's do Radio Buttons. Click on Save Options, Save. Click on Refresh. Now we've got Radio Buttons. So the idea is that the possibilities are freaking amazing when I look at this. This here, I love, I love that big time. Let's look at one more product option set. Let's do swatches. Swatches that allow you to add color, right? So think about when I was telling you before, um, the hair industry, they sell different colored hair, right? So let's go ahead and do that and click save variant. Oh, I got to do this for all of them. So let's just go ahead and paste this into all of them. Click on save, save again. I'm going to go ahead and click on refresh. And now we've got color swatches. This is not something that you can do by default with, you know, the Shopify alternative. Um, at least not as easy as this. You can do it. Um, the option that I know how to do is you need to um, integrate in an app from a company named Bold. Pretty awesome company. Pretty good support. But... You have to do that. This here is all manual. Now, from there, if we, um, if you notice, there's this customization option under the product options set. You, we can add modifiers. So I have not tested it out. Tested this out, but what a modifier basically is is you can add in a custom message, include insurance, whatever this is. So let's go ahead and say custom message. Click this drop down, meaning that we can do a multiple choice option set. We can say pick from a list. Now, this is where we get into some of this, the cooler options. On the product page, let's say we want to uh, get a phone number for, for, um, for a product. We can, we can easily, um, I don't know why that's, no, 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 there we go. And let's say we wanted to get a phone number on the product page. So basically, let's say you're just selling a product that requires a phone number for whatever reason. Let's say you're selling SIM cards online. I don't, I don't know. Just, just, just rock with me. Let's say we just want to have them select an option, you know, a, a variation option. And from those variation options, we also want them to provide some set of digits of numbers, right? What we can do out of the box is this right here. Length required custom message, you know, boom. Type that in in that option set. To get that functionality that I am either, if you're listening, telling you over the phone, or me telling you through this podcast, or on this video, you typically have to get an app to get this integrated into your option set um, for people to be able to um, be able to provide additional information other than just the selection of a variation. Um, from there, you we can. I mean, like I said, it's all kind of cool stuff. Like that says um, custom message. Let's say we just wanted to say phone number. Let's say we wanted to make it uh, required. Let's add another modifier. Click this drop down. File upload. 
Oh my gosh. File upload. A lot of the companies that I've worked with sell wigs and custom made wigs. But just imagine you want somebody to do a custom made t-shirt. Somebody wants to offer you, wants to do custom made t-shirt work with you. The idea is just that, okay, I want 10 shirts. I want them to be blue. I want them to have a um, I, I want I want them to be blue. I want them to have um, this. I, I want to upload the file that I want you to use, and then along with that, I want to upload a um, I want to upload a photo inspiration so that you know what you're doing. Meaning that now we have completely allowed a client to feel cuff- comfortable enough to place an order online and know that we have all the resources we need to be able to get a thorough understanding of how uh, we want your. Um, Want your product, uh, or you want us to de- to design and print out your your T-shirts? Um, and from that, if we just click the refresh option here, so as you can see, we can select colors, we can enter in a phone number, we can upload a, fi- a file, and this is all within Big Commerce's default package. I cannot stress that enough. I love Big Commerce, man. They 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 have a pretty awesome. Um, option set, and then they've got some other options and stuff like the gift wrapping, um, related products, custom fields, and all that good stuff. But I wanted to touch on the SEO section. Um, they have all the options that Shopify has when it comes to SEO. You can update the page title, change the product URL, add the meta description data, but then they also allow you to alter the open graph sharing option, which I have seen in many, many um, Facebook groups that talk about e commerce. Everybody's like, how do I change the shared image from my Shopify site? Some of the premium themes do have this option available. However, most don't, or at least they have them and a lot of people don't know about them. But sometimes it's just one image that gets shared. And then all the other images are just basically depending upon how the theme is coded. They do or do not, and most do not have the option to at least let the product be the default image. Here, we can control that. We can say, um, what is the object type? Is it an album, book, drink? So basically, we can get a little bit of open graph sharing information there. We can say, use product name for the title. We can use the meta description. We can toggle on and off the description of the um, product to be a part of that shared information. And then from there, um, images. Use the thumbnail image or don't use an image at all. So we can really get some good configuration out of um, open graph, which is basically open graph is when you take a URL and you share it right on social media. You know how you see that image at the top and you can see like an image from the web page. You could do that. And with iMessage, whenever you send a URL, you're able to showcase the um, you're able to showcase the losing my train of thought. It'll show like a pop up of whatever image you're showing on, on from a particular web page. That's what open graph is. You, it shows the image, a certain set of text. And um, um, obviously, the URL and it's a URL link to go to wherever you're sharing, uh, whatever you're sharing via those mediums. So this here, awesome, 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 and also what out of the box? I'm gonna dive more into this. Um, like I said, I'm I'm excited for this. My customers and clients are gonna love this. Like when I say love this, love this. Um, another thing that I want to briefly talk about is the. Um, Headless e-commerce, that initiative that they're doing. So not necessarily an initiative, but they, they, they've announced. And the funny thing is, is that I don't want to say Shopify was specifically doing this um, a couple years ago, but Shopify actually were, was at one point in time creating themes 
and getting an integration of their service into WordPress. BigCommerce is 100% committed to doing this and not pulling out of it. However, I do, and I got to show you, and I have to Google it, Um, Shopify WordPress theme um, integration, whatever this is. All right, three ways to sell. Okay. So here, introducing Shopify for WordPress. So this was back in 2016. I was very excited to hear about this because, once again, I was able to marry the two together. Um, I was recommending Shopify and WordPress, WooCommerce, and the idea was just that my workflow could not be streamlined. If I was able to offer them this, this would be amazing. Uh, So March 15, 2016, they make the announcement. We scroll down, and basically there was an update added shortly after. This thing couldn't have been up too long. But ultimately, this plugin is no longer available. Please visit Shopify Help Center for help um, with using buy buttons to embed code on your WordPress website. So they've completely pulled out of basically growing the awareness of WordPress specifically and just saying, hey, you can embed your products on the page, but we are not going to allow you to integrate our system into a completely different um, content management system being WordPress where, and I'm like, man, you know, they, they, they were somewhat committed, um, to doing this. As you can see, all of this, everything was here Add product from Shopify. They were doing their thing. I mean, they were, they were literally doing their thing and then they backed out of it. I'm speculating that they no longer wanted to do it because they wanted to keep people on the Shopify platform. Um, and I'm like, awesome. 2016, maybe ahead of its time. However, here comes big commerce, reigniting that flame and making it very making me a very very happy person to be partnering with them and so uh, with all of that being said to to kind of close out this section of the podcast um if you are interested in learning more about big commerce um, i do have a website uncommoninc.com unx commoninc.com and um you can go to our contact page and fill out a customer I mean, a project inquiry form there, and we can schedule you a free consultation, kind of just go over a few things. I'm telling you, this, and and if and, and the funny thing is, is that if Big Commerce has always been this way, and it's just through their rebranding that I'm just now deciding to jump into learning more about them, this here has been a hidden gem for quite some time, because this is awesome. So... Um, with that being said, I'm going to jump into the next topic, uh, Next topic, which is my final topic, but it consists of two things. One, we're going to talk about Netflix um, losing customers, which I find very, very interesting, and then Nintendo and Southwest Airlines actually partnering up with each other. All right, so to wrap out this Friday, whatever we're going to call it, episode of this podcast is I decided to bring in some um, news. I guess I'm not a news reporter, but I can't give you my take on a few things that surround business, I guess. And this one here is Netflix loses $16 billion in market value following su- surprise subscriber miss. Um, for the most part, from what I gather out of this, um, the streaming giant reported a second quarter earning beat of 60 cents per share compared with um, the consistent estimate estimate of 56 cents and narrowly missed revenue estimates of 4.93 billion, right? Um, the company's forecast 5 million global net ads for the quarter, 
but only saw 2.7 million. So basically, they were looking to get 5 million new subscribers, and they only got 2.7, a little over half of that. Um, that's crazy, right? I mean, Netflix has, if I'm not, mis- if from, from what I was looking at before I started recording this, um, Netflix has not lost subscribers for the past eight years. And from those eight years, eight years ago was when they did the swap from, okay, we're going to get, we're going to separate the DVD and some digital part of our business into two separate things. And price was, would, would, would go up from that. Um, this is interesting news to me. Like I'm like, I was just talking with um, Nicole Markets of the Marketing Chicks. I've mentioned her a couple of a couple of times, and we were literally just talking about this before this story broke out. Maybe like two or three days ago. Why are people not signing up? Right, you know, and why are people leaving? Um, you know, they, they I believe a couple months, maybe a little while ago, I believe I got an email saying that the prices were going up or something like that. So, you know, anytime you raise a price on anything, it's kind of like, well, am I really getting the value that I want from this particular piece of uh, service or, or product or good? And I'm not going to lie. Me and Nicole were talking and from our conversation, I, I had to sit back, and I, it, it's, I'm a night owl, and that's why I'm so tired. Um, so sometimes I'll work till 2, but I can't go to sleep until 4, so two hours I'll be up either watching YouTube or potentially Netflix. One particular night, though, I stopped, and I had realized that um, I was just scrolling through YouTube. I mean, um, Netflix. I was just scrolling through Netflix, Right. Kind of make this a little bit bigger. Um, I was just scrolling through Netflix, and what I noticed was the feeling of old school TV days, where you're spending a hundred dollars a month on cable, maybe sixty fifty at the time. Either way, it was expensive, and at the time, and you would just be click, 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 click. Click just going through the channels, and you would ultimately find yourself saying, "Hey, um, paying for the, all of these channels, and ain't nothing on. Nothing is on, right?" So, what happens? You know, you cut the stuff off, and boom, boom, boom. Well, my eyes are super red. Oh my gosh. Um, so I'm flipping through Netflix, and doop. You know, because, you know, it doesn't flip up, you know, the TV, you go up and down with the guy, or now you really just talk to to, to your, to your uh, remote. But back in the day, you would get this guide that you couldn't talk to, some of you younger people. But um, you would see, I'm swiping. I got my, it's a smart TV, and I'm just, do, 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 do. And then I get so good now from scroll, like, I'll just hold the button down and just wait for a graphic to pop up that just pops up out out at me and I think for all of the hour that I was actually having to mind I wouldn't just I, there's not that many movies on Netflix for me to scroll through for an hour but mind you I was up for quite some time trying to find something to watch I got tired of trying to find something to watch to where basically 20-30 minutes to pass by I'm trying to go through watch listen to the little 20 second previews they show ultimately I was like man I'm just gonna go to sleep it, it ain't even worth it so, I don't I don't necessarily want to say that Netflix puts out bad content because I am interested in 
Um, I don't want to say most, but I don't want to say not too much either. Um, but I am interested in their content. I can thoroughly, comfortably say that, and it's not all of their blockbuster content. I think as of right, right now, me and Nicole are actually watching Dark. And for the community of people that we're around on social media, this isn't, you know, 13 Reasons Why. This isn't um, Stranger Things. Like, Dark is, if you're into, like, that whole time warp stuff, you like this show, right? Everybody's watching this show. Um, however, with Stranger Things, everybody just watched Stranger Things because it's Stranger Things. 13 Reasons Why I got more than enough publicity for what it was. But anyways, I say all of that to say that I felt the same way I did back in the day when you would just flip through the TV channels and not have nothing to watch. And I was like, this is going to affect Netflix. All to know that come next year, and once again, I didn't research this part, but I'm, from what I understand, we're getting two new potentially two new apps. Um, we're getting an app for Disney where that content is going to be so vast. And then we're going to app at some point in time for HBO Max that will house the TV show Friends that is leaving Netflix. And I'm just like, man. So I'm not going to sit here and say Netflix is going anywhere. If Hulu is still here, I just don't see Netflix going anywhere, how, going anywhere anytime soon. I don't see myself canceling the Netflix, leaving the Netflix subscription um, or anything like that personally. But I'm just like, what? I think I saw so that we're international pay subscribers. Like they're trying to dive into the new market. I think they're moving into India somewhere in here. I was reading about that. They're moving into India to get basically get new customers going international and stuff. But um, uh, what is this? Uh, Netflix is hopeful about the upcoming quarter, the company forecasts seven million paid net ads and revenue five point twenty five billion. Netflix predicts strong viewership of its new season of Stranger Things, The Crown, and Orange Is the New Black, among other hits that will help. Whatever that is, it's subscriber growth. If somebody can let me know what that word is, right there. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, this it's kind of like they were the first. I, I don't know if this is like how often this happens, but like they were they were the in, in as far as when I look at it, they were the first to do with what I'm seeing. If I was going to subscribe to watch TV, it was subscribe to Netflix. Hulu at one point was just free. You had to watch the ads, but Hulu was wasn't fully pay to use type situation. Um, so Netflix was it right and i'm like they gathered all of this content they used to be able to do disney disney pulls out so i'm like what is netflix if netflix isn't having everything and then what is netflix now that hbo is putting shows on their platform i don't know and i'm saying shows not movies but shows that are on their platform that they didn't make i'm i'm just like this here's this it's a fun time to watch this i'm not gonna lie this is this is this is my drama, business drama that I'm looking at because I'm like, what ultimately ends up happening? Like, who is who is doing what with all this time? And then from that, I do have to say, Tom uh, Warner, Tom Warner, yeah, Tom Warner, yeah, Warner. I'm trying to think. I can't think. Uh, um, can't think. Viacom, maybe not Viacom. I can't think of the company. All the old school companies are still here. 
Like I, to in some way, shape, or form, whether they're under under a new name, made a new division, like they're still here. So my thing is that is Netflix still going to be here? Like HBO is still a thing. You know what I mean? Like HBO was like it, it it came from being and i believe i watched a documentary on this but when i remember hbo hbo was the channel that i would walk w- watch in the morning and it would have madeline on it like you, you didn't even have to i don't know if you had to pay for it if it included it and it was just one channel at the time it wasn't all these different variations of hbo to play different movies so the idea is just that it changed from that to where I guess now I got closer to needing to pay for HBO and then you find out it's a premium channel and then you watch um, a couple of shows. What show did I watch? Oz. Oh my gosh. If y'all have not watched Oz, Oz is the show, man. That show and then um, the the Baltimore show that I can't think about right now. That show comes out then obviously you get Game of Thrones. Like over time, every like you know you got all these shows you're watching, then they turn it into an app to where you don't necessarily need a cable um, a cable subscription. It's just over time it evolves. I'm saying, what does Netflix do to evolve? Netflix had, I mean, HBO in my opinion had room to evolve because it wasn't. It was. It was either something that was included in a cable package, and I can't I, included in in a cable package, and it ended up turning into being something. It ended up turning into something that um, that needed to produce high quality content, which it did. And I actually believe Oz Oz was a good one. And then they say that the Baltimore show. I cannot think about what that show is, but they said the show that I'm talking about, where the drug. Uh, 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 where drugs were moving and stuff in Baltimore and it was, they had the perspective of the cops, the drug dealers and, and all these kids, right? The idea was just that it was the greatest show never watched. Like, it was a good show, just nobody watched it. Um, which is interesting how to, how you put that. But nevertheless, um, then they grew from producing their own content to where, okay, cool, let's go ahead and make our own app so that people can just watch our content. And basically from that app, we're going to continue to provide good content, but we're not going to do it quickly. And to this day, you know, HBO is now evolving again. And HBO is about to have three. I guess they're going for like, what is it, like eight different HBO channels? I guess they're going for eight different apps. But now they're coming out with HBO Max, and I'm just like, they're steady evolving. What does Netflix do you know, to continue to evolve? Do they just say, hey, our content is not where it needs to be, and that's why people are dropping off? Or do they say, or, or, or and just say, hey, we just need to improve the content and call it a day there? Or do they actually need to do something different? Like, or, or make an addition to, not a new show, not better content. We need to do that, but there's another way to innovate um, through our service. I don't know. But nevertheless, let me know your thoughts on that one. Um, the next one actually has to do with a little bit of marketing. Um, Southwest Airlines gave. Oh, you can't read this. <laughs> Tell you this is the first time I'm going. I'm doing this. I cannot believe I'm doing this. And obviously, you can see I, I, I I'm over here playing around with a few things. I promise at some point in time I'll figure out how to automate this. But this is the first one that I'm over here talking about things that have nothing to do with websites. Um, Nevertheless, Southwest Airlines gave away free Nintendo Switches to passengers. Are you jealous? Lucky passengers on one Southwest Airlines flight didn't just get a free drink and snacks. 
They all received a free Nintendo Switch and a copy of Mario Maker 2 as part of a new partnership between the airline and the Japanese company. Uh, so the plane itself, where was the plane going? I believe it was going to Southwest Airlines Nintendo Switch. Ooh, cool. They even got branded cards. Nintendo said Wednesday coming in August. Okay. So, okay, there you go. The pl- Southwest will be at, uh, San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con in the, in the Nintendo game lounge. So basically you got two brands that are not typically mentioned with each other, right? You got an airplane line um, in Southwest and a video game company, right? Uh, but I really do like this um, cool little partnership. One, I'm on CNET right now, and they're talking about it, uh, meaning that I, I would assume they did not have to pay to have this story written about them. Um, from there, photos, right? You got a photo here, social proof. Right, Nicholas, uh, whatever this guy's name is, he's taking photos of everything. And I'm sure if I was to go to Instagram, let's see. Well, let's see. We've got it here. Let's take a look at these hashtags. So, boom. So, we got Lauren hosting at Comic Con. They've got the bags. <laughs> they even had the attendant in the Luigi hat. Um, the experience is pretty awesome. Bags, photos. Look at this. So all of this free press and social media, and it's like a win-win. So not only did they get like, what is this? 16 likes here, 31,000, 40, 40, 32,000 views on this video. 32. What is this one? Where are we at? Don't we got more videos to look at? This person might not be so popular, but they just got 735 views. Anyone else? Almost 2,000 it goes a thirty, another thirty-two. So the idea is just that you know, uh, 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 and it makes sense to some degree. I do have to say, um, the plane is going to Comic Con. Southwest is going to be at Comic Con, so it did kind of make sense. So, the, and they did not know. Um, one thing that I've always said is just that when you give free away free things, if if all of those people on that plane were Sony and Microsoft. Fanboys and fangirls, I honestly believe they would most definitely enjoy their Nintendo Switch. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, from ultimately wherever they were coming from and going to, uh, maybe the the Nintendo Switch actually ends up paying for itself, meaning the trip pays for itself. You pay for your ticket to go to where you're going, got a Nintendo Switch, I think, what, three, four hundred bucks um, for that. So technically, I guess you could say you got a free trip. Uh, when you package in the fact that you've got a Nintendo Switch out of the deal. I like it. You know, um, partnering up, having strategic partnerships with people to get free press. Um, why not? You know, why um, not? You know, um, and then this is a very unconventional, if you ask me, partnership. Uh, the, the Nintendo company did not decide to partner up with, you know, a, a Best Buy. Right. That's obvious. We you sell our products. We're going to do. Right. However, we're going to get into a plane. And if this is the exact plane, I don't know how many seats are in a typical plane or specifically this one. But it drove enough buzz um, to at least get, you know, I mean, what we're looking at. We got two videos at what, 32,000, 60,000 views. And this is just on Twitter. Um, let's actually take a look at Instagram. Where can we take a look at Instagram? 
shout out Amanda for Texas. All right, same. Look at this. Instagram's not popping that much with this hashtag. Let's see if we can grab another tag. Nintendo, act now. Did Southwest post about it? Southwest posted about it. Look at that, man. Look at how much traffic. 46,300 likes. And then you look at all their other posts. Nowhere near. The power of working together. Look at this. So the first nine posts, three, six, nine. None of them come close. None of them even break 20,000. None of them. Wow. Yeah, got to love it. Strategic partnerships. So uh, that, that basically breaks down that story. I mean, nothing, nothing more than what I wanted to show you. Uh, being able to do... Of strategic partnerships with other businesses, why not, right? Um, specifically when they're not so, they don't make so much sense, at least on the front end. Obviously, they did the math and saw how this made sense on the back end of everything. Um, awareness got driven to the Nintendo Switch, and even more, in, for, uh, in my opinion, probably, um, in for, uh, what am I trying to say? Blah, 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 blah. Even more, um, Awareness got driven to Southwest Air. Um, oh, they even got a page on their website. Look at this here. Come on, man. The gift that keeps on giving. I love this. I love it a lot. Um, anyways, this is the end of the, the, the this this week in in whatever. I don't I don't know. This is the I de, this is this week in I Design Websites podcast. Um, we've done a lot, we've seen a lot, we've talked a lot this week. I've got three on the books now. If you made it to the end of this video podcast, wherever you listen, listen and leave a like. I don't know where this thing is all at. I'm, I, I'm not gonna lie. I upload this stuff to one platform, the audio version of it anyway, and it's everywhere. So wherever you're listening to it, I want to say thank you. I really, really do. I've got a website. KevinWright.cc. I've put some blog content out every once in a while. I've got a YouTube channel that you can get access to from that website as well. I've got an Instagram page, KW underscore Stay Creative. Um, let me know what you think about this format that I've just put out. Three topics, provided audio and video. Let me know what you think. Um, enjoy the rest of your Friday. Enjoy your weekend, and I'll see y'all next week. Bye.